1: The
2: San Jose Sharks Audio Network is proud to present Sharks Instant Replay. Highlights from the most recent San Jose Sharks game.
0: Final score, the San Jose Sharks 2 and the Winnipeg Jets 1 in overtime. What a memorable night for Sharks fans to feast on for the next couple of days and even maybe the next couple of years. A defining game, perhaps, for the team this season. After seven players and their head coach placed into COVID-19 protocol, their captain held out of the lineup because he was under the weather, not related to the COVID situation. Five players recalled from the San Jose Barracuda, including four defensemen out of the six that were dressed, and the San Jose Sharks get a victory against a hard-charging and hard-working Winnipeg Jets team. Here's how it all happened in front of 11,845 fans at SAP Center at San Jose. In the first period, it became obvious that the Sharks were inspired, they were intense, and they were prepared. The shots were 14-13 in favor of the Sharks. The goaltending of Connor Hellebuck for the Jets and James Weimer for San Jose was brilliant. And... The play from the young kids started to really rise to the fore during the contest. They weren't just here to eat up minutes. They were here to make a contribution to the game. William Eklund would do that with Nick Bonino involved, drawing a penalty and getting an opportunity in the first. Here comes Eklund up the right side, lead pass, Benino right on the tape, walks in, shoots it on that save made by Hellebeck, and Benino is taken down, that is going to be a penalty for hooking against Winnipeg, and there's William Eklund again, making things happen. He did it a few times tonight, and he's done it every time he's played in the NHL this season, William Eklund was just one of the young kids that uh, that made a contribution today.
2: Yeah, he made a, a couple of incredible passes, wasn't able to connect and end up on the score sheet, but again, kind of like what Bob Bugner said before the game, he's in, he's getting and scoring opportunities, sending guys in, just not ending up on the score sheet.
0: In the second period, San Jose would outshoot Winnipeg 13-7, to and very early, they wanted to get better starts in all three periods. Tomas Hertl would give them that 54 seconds into the middle frame. Off the draw, Morrissey loses it. Here comes Barabanov, moving right to left. Dances into the offensive zone, centering feet on the goal, save made, star! Tomas Hurdle gets the rebound! That play beautifully designed by Alexander Barabanov and Timo Meyer, and Hurdle makes it 1-0 San Jose. Oh, what a sweet goal that was. Hurdle's third of the season from Meyer and Barabanov at 54 seconds of the second period. And then once again, it became a goaltender's duel. And in the second period, you've got to give credit to Connor Heldabick because he faced 13 shots there and stopped 12. The only one that got by him was the one you just heard from Tomas Hurdle, and it was a one nothing Sharks lead at the end of two. Santini Hataka was one of many rookies that were in one of their early games in their career, in this case, Hataka's first. And he made a defensive contribution with about 4.46 left. Jets now trying to clear the zone. Overskating at the Sharks. Barabonov slips into the slot. Tipped that by Hurdle. The idea was to get it back to Hataka, but he lost it. It's a breakaway the other way for Ehlers. Moving in, Hataka gets back and makes the defensive play against Nikolai Ealers In his first NHL game, Sandhry Hataka showing us something. More than something, that's pretty hard to do against a guy who can really skate like Ehlers, but Hataka showing uh, that he has the legs and he's also got the smarts. He did a lot of really good things tonight.
2: Yeah, no, he did, and on that play especially, like Ehlers was buzzing tonight. He, he had he had his legs going, and he had a step on Hatika, and Hatika was able to get back there, get his stick, not take a penalty as well, and break up that play.
0: And so, obviously, Hataka was getting some attention from the Winnipeg Jets as the game continued. The Jets really pouring on the coals in the third period, out-shooting the Sharks, 15-6. And uh, Pierre-Luc Dubois decided that Santori Hataka was going to be on his radar. Josh Morrissey has Dubois breaking on the right. One-on-one against Hataka. Dubois protecting the puck. One hand on the stick there, now pushing and shoving and knocking down Hataka away from the play. They're pushing and shoving. There's a cross check on the part of Dubois against Hataka, and play continues. Jets throwing it around. Pionk shoots. That is blocked. A broken stick for Balsers after blocking that shot. And the Hataka Dubois show continues as now the Sharks are taking an interest in Pierre-Luc Dubois. They step in front of Santori Hatika, and that's Nicholas Molache getting involved. Nice to see the guys standing up for each other there, but Santini Hatika seems to have a little maybe loose wire getting under the skin of the opposition, which is something else that could be of value as his pro career continues.
2: Yeah, no, he was physical tonight, great body position, obviously getting under the skin of a few players out there in Dubois, and I like the refs. The refs, I thought, did a fantastic job tonight. They didn't call anything excessive over the line either way. They let the guys play it out. and uh, and play it out they did with an excellent game.
0: And in that situation with Hatika and Dubois, Dubois would get a double minor for high sticking. Hatika would get a two-minute cross-checking penalty, and the Sharks would go on the power play. But nothing would go in because of the other side, goaltender Connor Hellebuck coming up big. There were a couple of posts on both sides too, but James Reimer and Hellebuck were matching each other save for save the Sharks led by the score of 1-0 at this point they would have loved to have gotten a little bit of insurance but Winnipeg's too good a team if you only spot them a one goal lead to stay out of it for long and with time winding down in the third period a little crack of an opening in the door for the Jets and a guy who knows how to finish right there Kyle Connor tied the game 320 left on the clock here come the Jets Breaking through the middle, an opportunity for Dubois, drops it back. Oh, what a save, but the rebound, they score! James Weimer made a brilliant save, but Kyle Conner backhands home the rebound. This game is tied 1-1. Nikolai Ehlers had that chance right there. What a save by James Weimer, and then Conner really just tipped it into the open net. No chance for anybody to get it. Seventh goal of the year for Conner. Ehlers and Dubois got the assists, and the game was all even going into overtime. Now, it's so interesting to talk about some of the other dramas in this game. We have already mentioned the dubois Hataka show. We also noted that Dubois was assisting on the goal by Kyle Connor, and that Nikolai Ehlers, Timo Meyers' old buddy from junior, uh, matched Meyers' assist to get the game into OT. But then Ehlers would take a penalty for interference 30 seconds into overtime, giving the Sharks a four-on-three power play. And wouldn't you know it? it would be Timo Meyer, his old buddy from junior, that would get the game winner. LeBanc on the half boards, whips it rink wide, tip back toward the point, Burns is there, gives to LeBanc, left circle. Develo defending him, so LeBanc skates away. LeBanc moves to the right point, dishes to the right circle, shot, tip, star. Timo Meyer slaps it, the puck is deflected in, top shelf, and the Sharks win in overtime, two to one. Wow. And how about the Sharks players coming over to congratulate James Reimer just as much as the man who scored the goal? What a job. Roy Sommer, head coach of the San Jose Barracuda, has got to have a big smile on his face right now as he ponders all of the contributions of his players in this game. The Sharks had four of their six defensemen out. Four guys from the Barracuda stepped in. They did a great job. James Reimer, fantastic in net. And the big guys, most importantly, got the job done. That official goal, Timo Meier's game winner from LeBanc and from Burns. And uh, that is a gigantic contribution from Meyer, who now has points in seven of the team's eight games played. And Brent Burns, he got an assist on the game winner, and that is fitting, too, with the job that he did with all the minutes he played.
2: Yeah, all the minutes him and Mario Ferraro ate up tonight. Defensively, the, the tough zone starts, you know, and, and he's out there at the end, and, he, you know, he ends up drawing the penalty as well as getting an assist on the, the final goal. And Timo Meyer, he he's was he been a force at the, since the start of the season, getting in on the four check, causing turnovers, you know, uh, holding on to the puck great shot so you know it's nice to see the big guys step up and get the points to get the win and the young guys adding that depth playing well when they when they were asked and James Reimer you know you know stopping everything it was almost everything that was thrown at him this way an excellent game by the netminder
0: a couple of other statistical notes Brent Burns played 28 minutes 27 seconds had six shots on goal had two blocked shots And was involved all game with that quick stick of his. Santari Hataka ended up with 16 minutes, 21 seconds in his first NHL game. Drew a penalty, got involved. Also on the game, this game, Timo Meyer coming up huge with the game winner. Played over 20 minutes, had five shots on net. Four blocked shots for Mario Ferraro. He played 25 minutes and 32 seconds. And the list goes on and on. How about four hits for Jonah Gadjevich in that fourth line of Gadjevich Peterson and Nick Merkley providing what you call a, a, a great
2: role? a great role. They, they, they added uh, you know, you talk about the big guys and what they contributed, the, the defensemen but you know, I thought the Sharks, a key cog in that wheel tonight was that line. Lane Peterson, Gajevic, and, and Merkley, they created some offensive zone time. Uh, you know, Peterson was able to cut the blue line on one play over to Balsers create some offense and that just makes the Winnipeg Jets play more in their end. So, not, you know, yes, they didn't get a point out of it. Yes, they didn't score a goal. But what it does is it creates that offensive zone time, which tires the other team out, takes a little pressure off of your top lines, your top d so they don't have to play in their own end. So I thought that was an excellent job. by you know, in particular, that line tonight to help out the top line, great job by everybody you know a great win for the Sharks
0: well let's go to the locker room where James Reimer after a Sterling goaltending performance is waiting to chat with us here post game James what a spectacular victory obviously I know a lot of folks in your home province were were watching this one tonight but talk about the real meaning of this the defining moment the fact that you had seven guys including your coach go into COVID-19 protocol and you
1: came up with an effort like this yeah, I mean, it's just it's special to see how the guys work tonight. Um, you know, honestly, we had a situation like this last year in uh, in Carolina. We had six guys out for for about five games, and and uh, you know to have success uh, when it's a situation like that. I mean, it's a stupid cliche, but you need you need everyone buying in and 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 playing their butts off. And tonight, that's exactly what happened. I mean, it was. They were just special back there. Uh, to watch them work and and just commit to to what what it needed to do, what needed to be done. I mean, guys were blocking shots and and taking hits to make a play. It was um, it was just fun to be back there and. Uh, you know, a front row seat to it.
2: Yeah, you know, just obviously an incredible game by you and, and by the defense and a number of young defensemen out there. You know, and the nerves. Usually, you don't see that many young defensemen in the course of a season. So maybe just take us through some of the things you maybe talked to them before the game about communication between you because you guys look great tonight.
1: Yeah, honestly, we didn't we didn't even talk to you too much. I mean, it was a it was a pretty crazy uh, um, scenario before the game, guys. We were getting tested and, and we didn't know what was happening. So. Um, <coughs> But uh, honestly, I mean, um, you know, not too long ago, we were all we we're all grinding it out in, in preseason. And so you, you kind of get a little bit of communication and, and a little bit of chemistry there. And so I, I played with uh, all these guys in, in preseason. So, um, you know, I had a lot of faith and, and a lot of trust in them. I mean, I saw them play, like I said, in preseason. They were solid and, and you know... Um, he's just really good really good D back there and so I I trust them right from the get-go and and uh, they played great.
0: All season long James you guys have had a never say die attitude and it seemed that uh, that really rose to the top when Winnipeg came back and tied the game 1-1 late in the third period those next shifts happened. How much of that had to do with the fact that even with the depleted lineup the team actually looked like it had great depth with that Lane Peterson line contributing a lot?
1: yeah i think you know i think uh our leaders tonight did a great job hurt and, and bones and, and bernsey and mary you know i, I thought they <coughs> i'm probably missing guys too but you know i thought they 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 every time they came over the bench they were making the right plays and and pushing the pace you know with banker back there too and so um you know you know it was i think i think uh, you know the young guys the only guys could just feed off that you know when when your leaders are playing like that and and showing the way, then I think it's pretty easy for a young guy. You just get on board and and uh, and keep it rolling.
0: And so now, how do you build on this? You got Buffalo coming into town, and you got the homestand to keep on going.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, uh, we got a couple of days off here, so it's nice to have a, a win like this uh, when you have some some time to enjoy it. But so I think tonight you uh, you enjoy it, and and uh, you know. You get rewarded for for working hard, Um, and then day off, I think Sunday, and then uh, I get back to work Monday, and and this uh, this win means nothing, (laughs) you know, come Monday morning practice, so um, right back to work.
0: 34 saves, 14 of them in the third period. Amazing night for you, James. Congratulations on a tremendous performance and a very important win. All the best.
1: Yeah, thanks all right, guys.
0: That's James Reimer of the San Jose Sharks joining post game after an incredible 2-1 overtime win for San Jose Sharks hockey against the Winnipeg Jets. And the three-game losing streak is over. The Sharks up their record to 5-3. and three. They've got 10 points. They are 2-1 and one at SAP Center, and their victories have both come at home against the Winnipeg Jets, who fall back to 4-2-2. Two, two. Winnipeg does get one point because they lost in overtime. They have 10 points on the season. That's it for our Sharks Instant Replay. This has been a presentation of the San Jose Sharks Audio Network.